Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We want to welcome everyone this morning to another glorious live broadcast. This is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. Welcome to our prayer prophetic school. This is a place where we get to hear the heart of God, get to know the mind of God, and of course get to pray in accordance to his desire for our day and for our season. So if you're joining us this morning, I want to welcome you this morning. Let us come together. Let us pray. Let us seek the face of God. Well, I deliberately, you know, uh, uh, kind of extend the time of our meeting this morning because I want, you know, other people who, you know, of course, who have been walking through the week who might be resting, okay, to have the opportunity to also join us. That's actually the reason why I kind of, you know, uh, uh, delay it a bit this morning. All right. We want other people to also be part of what the spirit of the Lord is saying and proclaiming and declaring in this brand new day. We don't want to be caught in the web of just walking and, and, you know, finding ourselves in that, if you will, in that treadmill where we have no sense of you know direction and urgency in terms of uh, what the lord is doing and of course movement towards uh, uh, the place of god's you know divine intention so whatever we're doing in this new day has to be done with a sense of uh, direction you know wisdom knowledge and understanding and all of this of course come from christ so we want to believe the lord this morning that we will interact in accordance to what the spirit of god amen is proclaiming and declaring there is a place we are heading to us there is a place the spirit of god is leading us to there is a place where god amen is calling us to converge and we have been brought out amen now we are coming out of the ark we are finding the ways and the principles of how to engage this new day Right, and we are looking into the life of Noah and few other uh, men in the scripture and women, of course, that will allow us to better, you know, journey in the light of that which, amen, is required for this new day. There are those who have gone ahead of us and we are tracking, we are, we are following, we are trying to understand, amen, this precious faith that has been, you know, handed to us. We believe in God this morning once again to follow the path, the nature, and the culture of those, amen, whom the Father calls, amen, patriarchs. We believe in the Lord this morning that as we continue to track these men and women, that we will journey further and we will reflect the intentions of God for our day. So let us pray even as we begin this morning. Father, we honor your holy name. We glorify you. We thank you for your mercy and goodness and love. Thank you once again for bringing us into this glorious day. Yes, for this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad. We will celebrate, oh God, your glory and your goodness in this brand new day. As we connect to you this morning and to one another, it is our heart desire, oh God, that yes, you will you will speak to us again, yes, regarding the things that, that is required of of us regarding the things oh god that is demanded of us for this brand new day father you are you have proclaimed and declared that the ages have come upon us and therefore we have to 
prepare ourselves to connect to that which is required and demanded of us. We pray this morning, Father, for our eyes, yes, to be open further into, yes, the realities, the demand, the, 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 the manifest reality of your plan for this brand new day. Father, we pray, oh God, that our hearts, yes, will flow in the direction of the river of your spirit. We ask, oh God, that wisdom will teach us this morning. We pray, oh God, that understanding, yes, will be available, yes, to us and we will embrace, yes, your counsel. We pray in the name of Jesus this morning that Christ will reign in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds, oh God. That all of the things, Father, that you have, yes, desired for us this morning will become yea and amen. We declare in the name of Jesus that we surrender to the guidance, we surrender to the leading, we surrender to the leadership of your spirit. Holy Spirit, lead us. You are the spirit of truth. Guide us into all truth as we stand this morning. In the name of Jesus, we pray that we will press further. We will go further. We will, we will proceed further. Yes, we will turn to look at the things that you are doing and saying in this new day that we may enter, oh God, even into the confluence of your demand. We, we thank you. We bless your name. We pray in the name of Jesus that every heart this morning, yes, regardless of where we are gathered, regardless of where we're watching from, we will all flow, oh God, in the fullness of your demand for this brand new day. Thank you for your prophetic activity. Thank you for your spiritual, yes, manifestations in the earth. We thank you, Lord, that, yes, wisdom is building this house and you are being, yes, glorified within the structures of our existence. We pray this morning, may your kingdom come. May your will be done as it is already established in heaven. Let it be done in our lives. Let it be done in our minds, in our thoughts. Let it be done in our faculty. Let it be done, oh God, within the structures of our of our being. We pray this morning that all that we stand for, yes, will bring pleasure and glory and honor to you. It is our desire this morning that we become a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable for. It is our reasonable service. Father, we proclaim that we are not conformed to the world, to the system of the world. We are not conformed to the patterns of this world, but rather we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. We thank you this morning that as our mind gets to be renewed, yes, Father, our environment gets to be transformed. We thank you, Lord, this morning that, yes, as our mind gets to be reformed, our our our, our space gets to be developed. We thank you, O oh God, that indeed we impart our environment through how we stand, through how we see our belief, perspective, culture, understanding. Yes, Lord, in influences our environment. So we thank you this morning as you continue to walk in us, as you continue to engage us in us, as, as you continue to build your structure in us, Father. We will become indeed a, a reflection of that which you have established on the inside. We thank you, Lord, that this light will continue to grow. Yes, and we permeate our environment. We transform our environment. We are the, yes, people that you have called. We are the agents that you have ordained to transform society. You say creation is groaning and waiting for the yes, the revealing, the manifestation of the sons of God. We bring forth your spirit this morning, the spirit of sonship. We call forth this morning the spirit of sonship. We proclaim this day that we are the representatives of God. Lord, this morning we take our stand and we proclaim, let there be light in the name of Jesus. Let there be light. Yes, the light that reflects the wisdom of God. The light that reflects the counsel of God. The light that reflects 
with the purposes of God. We influence the sphere. We influence, oh God, yes, the sphere. We proclaim and we declare, may your kingdom come. And may your will be done on earth as it is already established in heaven. We thank you. We bless your holy name this morning. We glorify your name. May you, Lord, be exalted. May you, Father, yes, be glorified in all that we stand for. May all that we represent bring pleasure and glory to you. Father, we, we dare to say this morning, only your will will stand, O oh God. We choose, yes, the path of truth. We choose the path of righteousness. We choose the path that glorifies you. We want to live for you. We choose to live for you. We present every aspect of our being, our voice, our mouth, our breath comes from you. And therefore, we present them to you. Use us for your glory this morning. Help us, Lord, to transform, to impart our family, homes, community, society for your glory. We thank you this morning. We present our community. We present this land, this nation unto you. Your prophetic intention. We see it come to pass. We bless your name. We glorify your name. Your church is marching on. The gates of hell will not prevail. Will not prevail. We are marching on. You have brought us into a brand new day. And we are stepping out into, yes, the newness of your spirit, the newness of your demand. We thank you that we know how to walk the path. We are learning. And we declare in the name of Jesus as we learn, we receive, yes, the passion to become doers of the things that we know. You said these people, they are ever learning, but they never come to the knowledge of truth. No, Father, we are learning and we are coming. As the more we learn, we are transformed. The more we learn, we are changed. We thank you, Lord, this morning once again. May your spirit, yes, that is already resident in us, lead us, take us further to the place of your counsel. We bless your holy name. As we sacrifice this moment, this time, Lord, to honor you, to glorify you, we pray in the name of Jesus, O oh God, that our reward will be to see, yes, Lord, lives transformed, impacted, society reformed. We bless you. We glorify your name. Thank you this morning for the power of your word. Yes, may your word prevail. May your word prevail. The Bible says, mightily grew the word and prevail. May your word prevail this morning over our emotion, over our thoughts, over our imagination. May your word prevail over our psyche. May your word prevail. Yes, Lord, over our belief system. May your word prevail this morning over every aspect of our life. May your word prevail over our desire. May your word prevail, oh God, over our longings. May you, oh God, yes, find expression in all that we do. In the name of Jesus, we proclaim this morning, may your word have free course. May your word prevail. Mightily grew the word and prevail. Prevail over my mind. Prevail over my thoughts. Prevail over my emotions. Prevail over my faculty. Prevail over the lives of my brethren, O God. May you, O God, find a seat. May you be well seated in every area of our life. May your kingdom come. May your will be done. We bless your name this morning. Thank you for that which your spirit is doing in the life of our loved ones. In the life of our family, children, husband, wives. In the life, O God, yes, of everyone within our space. In the life of our workers, our boss. May, may, may your will prevail this morning over our government. May you, O God, yes, be, 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 be glorified. May, you, may your kingdom, yes, may the administration of your spirit this morning prevail, O God, over this nation. May we be lovers of truth. May your name be glorified. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We bless you, Lord. We glorify your name.
We thank you, Lord, this morning. We proclaim that everything that your spirit desire for this new day, for this day, for this week, for this weekend, oh God, for this month, may be established. The prophetic counsel of God requires a people to, to birth them, to pray them into reality. And so, Father, we take our place and we pray, oh God, your desire into reality this morning. We pray your mind into manifestation in every facet, in every system of human endeavor. We pray this morning that your name, your glory, your fame, oh God, yes, be, be, be known, oh God, yes, in every dimension of our existence, oh God, in our government. We pray, yes, Lord, may every aspect, may every dimension of your counsel and, and purposes, oh God, be fulfilled in the life of the, yeah, the president, in the life, oh God, yes, of those in the Senate, in the life of those, oh God, yes, who are in position of of leadership wherever they are this morning we proclaim the kingdom of God we proclaim the will of God the counsel of God let it prevail over this realm that I am let it prevail let it prevail let your purpose your desire be revealed let 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 men begin to see your intention let let your counsel become tangible let your glory become revealed let your presence be made known in the name of jesus we proclaim it we declare it oh god come have your way we bring you in as David brought back your presence into the land. We bring you back. We bring your presence. We bring your wisdom. We bring your knowledge. We bring your understanding, oh God, into every aspect of our nation, of our lives, of our family. And of course, to your church, the body of Christ. Thank you, Father, this day. Thank you for these declarations. Thank you for these proclamations. Thank you, Father, as intercessors, as watchmen, as we take our place and pray and proclaim and declare and make decrees, we see changes. Thank you, Father, this morning. We bless your name. Oh, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Well, I want to welcome everyone this morning. Thank you, Brother Melvin. Thank you, my dear assistant, Kumisa. And those who are connecting with us, wherever you're connecting from, that I can see. Thank you so much this morning for connecting. We'll continue to stand in the gap. Our call, our primary call, particularly in this new day, amen, is to stand and pray the will of God and pray the heart of God and pray the counsel of God, amen, into, into existence. That's why we take time to study the word of God, to, you know, to look into God's heart and mind so we can establish his will, so we can proclaim and declare, amen, uh, uh, what he wants to see manifest. Like I always say, God has a plan. God has an, an, a divine Amen. Counsel and purpose for every human life. So does he have, amen, for every family. Amen. So does he have purpose, amen, for cities, for communities, for nations. Amen. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose for this generation. Hallelujah. And we have to be well kitted. We have to be well informed. Amen. We have to be well, amen, uh, 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 you know, well prepared to understand the responsibility that is laid upon us. We must continue, amen, to engage with God and, and, and interact, amen, with his prophetic program for our life amen and not give up amen we have to the bible says if we will continue amen to stand in the gap and continue to pray and not give up the bible says you will make mention of the lord give yourself no rest and give him no rest until 
until Zion becomes a praise. Amen. In the earth. And this is our prayer. This is our position this morning. Amen. That we are not just here to, to, to mark time and to waste time. No, we're here, amen, to, you know, to do business, spiritual business. We're here to advance the counsel of God, the intentions of God, the purposes of God. So all of the things that we stand for and we represent, amen, is to push forward. God said, I sought for a man to stand in the gap. We, we are useful. We are important to the prophetic program of God, amen, for our day. In every generation, the Lord has sought for a people, amen, that will come into agreement with him, that will align with him. In every family, amen, God has sought for one that will come into agreement. Have you noticed that in most family, God will always find one person. That one person becomes the doorway of, of God's entering that family, all right? I, I could remember, you know, growing up and the Lord began to speak to me along this time. All right, the things you have come into, you have to continue to stand and pray them, amen, into your family until you begin to see change. That is how, that's how the things of God is. When God comes, when God wants to change a nation, it starts with one. I mean, God was ready to deliver an entire nation, amen, in bondage, in servitude. God, God had to raise one person, Moses. Moses was the key point. Moses was the entry point. Have you noticed, amen, that that's how God moved? When God wants to do anything, when God wanted to change a, a nation, he had to raise a boy. <laughs> when God wanted to feed a man 5,000 people, he needed just a boy, a man, with, with five, you know, three loaves of bread and two fishes. That's, that's all he needs. That's all he needs. So you matter to God. That's the point this morning. Amen. You and I matter to God. God, God is not about issue of number. No. In that number, he finds amen, a, 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 a seed that can birth hallelujah, a forest. That's, that's the principle of the kingdom. Within your life, amen, a forest. Don't just look at yourself and say, well, it's just all me. Gideon said, who am I? I'm just, it's just me. You understand? It's just, it's just me. They said, no, you have what it takes. You're a great man of valor. You understand? God has something in you, amen, that can change, that can transform, that can impact, that can reform an entire generation. If you will believe, if you will come into agreement, if you will stand with him, if you will begin to continue to stand, amen, that woman that we read about in Luke 18, she made up her mind that she was going to stand. You see, you've got to know where you stand. You've got to know what you're standing for. We live in a generation where people don't know what they stand for. We live in a generation where people, amen, are, are, are tossed here and there. You know, society, circumstance, you know, people, amen, define how we move. No, we, 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 have, we have moved from being a reed. We have moved from, you know, you know, uh, 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 Simon, the son of Barjona. We have become Peter. Amen. That entity, that system that God finds, amen, and God make a proclamation. Upon you, I will build my church. Hallelujah. Upon you, I will build my intentions. Upon you, I will build my counsel. Upon you, I will reveal my, 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 my prophetic intentions in the earth. All God needed is a man. You understand? All God needed is one. All of the all of the all of the presidents that are you know that have ruled nation, amen, were all born by somebody. And I believe when they were born, nobody knew that those people are going to change the course of a nation, the course of a destiny, the course of a generation. Come on. You just, you just, you just never know what God, amen, has invested in your heart until you start interacting with heavenly things. Until you start interacting with the environment of your spirit. Until you begin to realize. Like I always say, amen. I mean, growing up, I never knew that one day I'm going to end up in a place called South Africa. 
I never knew that one day I'm going to be here. Hallelujah. Making decrees and making proclamation. But you see, God knows what he has invested in you. Like I always say, God has an investment in every one of you. Don't look at your physical condition, amen, to conclude. You've got to begin to interact, hallelujah, with the heavenly realities, amen, in your spirit. You've got to open the gate of your spirit and let, amen, the, the, the things of God, hallelujah, begin to, begin to connect with the heavenly realm, hallelujah. Let them begin to show you. They said, John, come up higher. And they began to show him. They began to reveal things to him. He never knew. He never knew. Things he never knew about himself. But he was carrying this thing all around. You've got to know who you are. You've got to know what the Spirit of God, hallelujah, has deposited in you. That's why I keep saying the choices that we make in this season, amen, matters, amen, to the next generation. Matters, amen, to the next people around you. Matters to your children, to your family. Matters to your community. Matters to your nation. Hallelujah. People may look at you and just, you know, you know, overlook you and, and just, you know, just pass you by. Amen. The, the government may not even know who you are. But guess what? You are, you are where God has placed you and you are changing the course of a generation hallelujah you are changing something every time i wake up i guess the devil is mad because he doesn't he doesn't know the next thing that's going to come out of my mouth i don't even know the next thing that's going to come out of my mouth hallelujah and just say god fill me i just show up here i show up here most morning, it's not like I've got, you know, a particular note that I, you know, no, I just particularly in the morning, in our prayer time, I don't have notes. I don't do notes for my prayer time. No, because you are engaging with God. Except, the, except I'm doing a teaching. But in places like that, you come with your spirit. Hallelujah. They pour into you. What they pour into is what you pour out. Hallelujah. It's from what is on the inside of you. Amen. Heaven begin to engage and interact. Hallelujah. It's from you. God says, through you I will war. Through you I will do violently. He says, you are my battle axe. The weapon of my war. It is through you I will. God will use your spirit. That's why it's important that we have a quality spirit. We don't have an anemic, you know, weak spirit. We don't have spirits that are not informed, that are not transformed, empowered. No, we want to have spirit that have posture. Hallelujah. We want to, we want to have a standing. We want to be Peter. We want to be Pet Petros upon this rock. That's who we are. That's what we want to become. Now, heaven can trust us. They can invest, amen, spiritual things into our life. They can position us, hallelujah, to go and do damage to the powers of darkness, to the works of darkness. They can deploy us into territory, amen, and leave us there. One man commando, you know, advancing the will of God and not neutralizing and, and nullifying the counsel of darkness. And they're still wondering, who is it? Who is doing this damage? They don't know. Because you look ordinary. Joseph was like an ordinary boy with, with carrying destiny. David was an ordinary boy, amen, carrying destiny. Elizabeth was an ordinary girl. Mary was an ordinary girl, except that she was a virgin. And that's what God needs. If we can set our life aside for him, that's what it means to be a virgin, that your life is set aside for that which heaven has ordained, for that which heaven, hallelujah, has proclaimed, that you're not running after any, anything that just come up. No, no, you're a virgin set aside, amen. Nobody comes, pluck this flower. You prepare for that which God, amen, has ordained for you. When time comes, something begins to happen in the earth. He said, blessed are you among women. Blessed are you among women. Blessed are you among the churches. Blessed are you among others. This is where we are, friends. Heaven has brought us into a new day.
And we have to continue to interact. We have to continue to engage. We have to continue to, amen, rapport with that spirit, with that new realities. You have to see ourselves. You know, there's a scripture that says, since the fathers fell asleep, they say things have been the same. That's, that's, that's a blind position to, 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 you know, to find yourself where you begin to make proclamation. No, nothing have changed. Things, they say things have been the same since the father fell asleep. How can things be the same when God has been moving in the earth? When God has moved us past, you know, you know Corona and, and God is moving us into greater things. There are people that, that are moving, shifting things, both amen, in, the, in, the, in the realm of, of, the, of the kingdom of God and both in the realm of the kingdom of darkness. You see, those, those who are shifting you know, things in the human realm, you hardly see them, you hardly know them, you hardly notice them, but they are deeply embedded within the structure that defines amen, what men buy and sell. <laughs> got to understand amen that we are not we are, we are, we are not to be you know we are not to be known to be seen to be played no 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 we we are not here to you know to display something that heaven has not ordained within our secret place the bible says he he who see what you do in the secret will reward you openly there's an interaction taking place in the secret place when you go into your closets and you begin to pray, the Bible says, lock the door. Huh? Lock the door. It means prayer is not, it's not a show. It's not a showman thing. This is not a showman thing. It's not a showman beast. This is not a, a show beast. The world, the church has become a show beast. Say, so lock yourself in. And God will see what you do secretly will reward you openly. It's a commitment to see a generation change in the secret place. It's a commitment to see lives change in the secret place. And to, to understand that you have to, you have to develop a, a, a sense of, you know, a sense of purpose, a sense of, you know, identity. Identity, of course, from the position of the spirit. You notice that spiritual identity are not something you can define. You can't draw. You can't draw it. You can't draw a spiritual identity. You can't draw a man of the spirit. Hallelujah. You, you, cannot, you cannot pick his skin. When you finish drawing him, you have no color. If you're going to draw a man of the spirit, you have to put the, the sevenfold spirit of God. Hallelujah. His light is a reflection of the colors of heaven, of the rainbows of God. Man of the spirit is not white, it's not, it's not blue, it's not yellow, it's not, it's not color, neither is it black. The image of God, hallelujah. Is a multi-dimensional reflection of his nature and character. That's what we display when we begin to pray. All of the, all of, all of the, all of the, all of the life and the realities of God. When you start praying, Hallelujah, come into, come into effect. You <laughs> see, heaven is calling us to a place of spiritual growth, to a place of spiritual development, maturity. This day requires mature people. Like I always say, <laughs> this is the time that we have been called to take our place of maturity. We are moving towards maturity. The perfection of the saints. Amen. The perfection of the saints is the place where we begin to engage regarding the returning of the Lord. 
Have you noticed that the perfection of the saint is what triggers, amen, the return of the Lord? A church without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish, that triggers the return of the Lord, not Lucifer, not the Antichrist. Let's get it right. Let's continue to get this thing right. So, you not growing, amen, is delaying, hallelujah, the appearance of the Son of Man. You remaining where you are and not pressing, amen, into the activities of the Spirit, amen, is, being, is, is, is delaying the appearing, the appearance of the prophetic intentions of God. For You, you see, there are things that, that, are, that are due, there are prophetic realities due in the Spirit. It's like a woman due to give birth. But, but you know, the child has not been positioned right, to come forth. That, that's dangerous. You gotta do everything to reposition, amen, that child, amen, for delivery. There are prophetic manifestations. There are things heaven wants to do in our in, our, in the earth. That because we are not growing and maturing, all right, it, it, it's giving the devil, amen, an advantage to carry out a lot of things. We have to begin to understand. That's why you see, this is a prophetic hub. People need to know that. We need to continue to let the people know that this place is a prophetic hub. In this place, we engage, amen, with things in the spirit. We engage, hallelujah, with seasons. We engage with times, like we read yesterday, amen, to everything that is a time, to every purpose, hallelujah, you know, that, 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 is, that is a season. And we have to engage with the times and the seasons of God, amen, for the purpose that he wants to see manifest in the earth. All right, that we're not here just loafing around, playing around, doing our own thing. No, no, we, 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 we understand the urgency of the day. We understand the demand of the time. We understand the requirement, amen, of, of, of this new day. And that's why we are tracking and we're looking all, all, to all of the things the Spirit of God is saying and proclaiming, amen. We want to come into, amen, the full reality of our own part. Every one of us has got a part. The Bible says everyone must, must supply his own, amen, for the development for the new trend, for the growth, amen, of the body. We, when the body comes into perfection, here comes Christ. It is the church that is delaying the return of the Lord. And it is the church that will trigger his return, not the Antichrist. Not circumstance. Not the deep state in America. Not the powers of darkness who sit somewhere making decisions <laughs> over the destiny of nation <laughs> bible says why do they why do the nation range and the people imagine a vain thing it's a vain thing they are imagining but you see they can imagine when you and i are not occupying our space in the spirit and also in the natural realm when we don't occupy our place in the spirit the enemy will occupy it for us when we don't let our voice be known in the earth regarding, amen, certain situations, conditions, amen, and, and trend, the devil will continue to assume that he's the voice. He says, say, speak, don't hold back. Let your voice be known. What are you speaking for? What are you standing for? What do the nation know you for? You see, there are people, there are two people today who know me. Those who, who know me for what, you know, is, is good. This guy is advancing the kingdom. And those who hate me for what I'm doing. Those is, if people don't know you for something, listen to this. You fall for everything. In fact, you're already dead. That's why in the things of God, you've got to choose side. You've got to choose a side. And whose side are you? This is the day God is calling us to choose a side. 
Do you want to be on the side of the fallen system? Or do you want to be on the side of those who have been called to go on with the Lord? You got to choose a side. Which side are you? What do you stand for? What do you represent? What does your life define? What's the worth of your life? What's the worth of your value? What defines your worth? What do you carry? What's the nature of the seed on the inside of you? What are you living for? What are you ready to die for if need be? A man who is not fully sighted of God. I mean, he made a choice of what to die for. I'm talking about Mandela. He, he knew what he's ready to, do, to lay his life down for. How much more us, given the keys of the kingdom, given sight into realms and realities that we can interact with things seen and unseen. And yet we're still playing around. We, this is not the day to play around. This is not the day to be looking. Who is, who is coming? Who is joining? Who is following? No, you've got, to, you've got to follow. You've got to, hallelujah. At the dawn of the day, you've got to take your bag, hallelujah, that wax not old and follow the voice of him. Say, come. I want to bring you into the place where I will show you who you are so that you can go out there and say to Pharaoh, let my people go that they may serve me. Come on, friends. I just fell a staring in my spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We're tracking some very important you know, principles in the word of God. We're tracking some very powerful spiritual principles that is adding flesh you know to you know to this reality that the spirit of god is constructing have you noticed that you know when god breathed into the into man all right after god you know had formed man the bible saying god breath you know whatever god creates he always give it a house uh, it gives a it gives us a place amen, of expression all right yes that's god for you and the word became flesh. The word is not flesh. But the word needs a vehicle. The word needs a house, a home. The word needs to be clothed. The word needs to be driven. The word needs to be in a place, amen, where it can interface, amen, with life, with men, amen, with society. And the word became flesh and dwell among men. The word, the word of God is not limited to the realms of men. But for the word... To affect, to fulfill, to fulfill, to, to carry out his intention. The word must dwell among men. That's why I'm here. I'm a sent word. Amen. Bringing forth the counsel of God. Proclaiming and decreeing and declaring the day of the Lord upon South Africa, upon the continent of Africa, and my generation. I'm a word made flesh. Got to understand. So as we track the things of God, amen, you've got to understand that this is beyond just, you know, uh, 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 information and, and knowledge. We're tracking with the spirit. We're interacting with the spirit of Noah, amen, and, 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 and Enoch, amen, and, you know, Elijah, Elisha, Sarah, all of these people that have gone ahead of us, they, they, they have something that we're learning. These are not just a, a gathered information. We've got to tap into the spirit. We have to see how, amen, these people, you know, tra transverse the earth. We have to see how they walk the path. We have to see how they missed it. We have to understand it, amen, and not judge them, but learn from them. It would be a great, great mistake for us to be judging Noah. We're not judging Noah, <laughs> but we, we learn 
Now we have insight. And this insight allow us to be able to know how to deal with things. How to, you know, walk the path so we don't make the mistake. Remember the scripture we're looking at. This thing happened to them. This thing happened to them as an example for us. Upon whom the culminations, the fulfillment of the ages has come upon. What a day. What a, what a responsibility, friends. I, I pray we will be fully awakened to the reality of this scripture. That, amen, we have been, we are the generation whom the fullness, the culmination of the ages has come upon. Ay, God, help me. Help me not to miss this day. The culminations of the ages has come upon. So that tells you the kind of capacity the kind of wisdom we need to be interacting with. That tells us, amen, that we cannot be satisfied with 30-fold dimensions of Christ. We cannot even settle for 60-fold. That tells us that we have to go beyond the average. We have to be pressing to us 18, 19-fold. We, we have to seek to come into the full knowledge, amen, of the wisdom of Christ. For us to be able to understand the nature of the environment we have been brought into. Because, you see, if we don't have the measure of faith and grace alright that this man who journey ahead of us had if we don't come into all of that how do we begin to interact and engage and bring the counsel of God to pass in an age where the Bible says all the fullness of the age has come upon us think about that just think about that let me give you perspective the fullness of the ages there was an age in Enoch you have to know how to walk with God like Enoch walked with God the fullness of the age. Let's okay. Let's begin from Adam. Amen. <laughs> you have to know how to be in the garden and not allow the enemy to step into your garden. Amen. And compromise your wife and compromise your space. That's what it means. To to walk in the fullness of the ages. <laughs> this thing we're touching is 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 huge, friends. This things the Lord is just, just you know impressing upon my heart. This this, this is huge. The fullness of the ages. So all of the mistakes that people made in their age, you have to learn from it. The grace they had to overcome, you have to draw, you have to drink from those well. You have to drink from those streams. You, you have to come into the age of David. You have to come into the age of you know, Solomon. You've got to be a, a man and a woman of wisdom. And in all of that, amen, you learn not to be marrying all kinds of women. While God is downloading his wisdom upon your life, you don't want to, amen, use, uh, abuse, amen, the wisdom of God. You don't want to bring the wisdom of God and interface it with the wisdom of the world. Because it is the wisdom of the world back then that says, if you're going to be great and if you're going to be influential, you've got to marry from all the nations. While God has already given them the world, the children of Israel must not marry. Hallelujah! From the Gentile world, he already told them. So that kind of alliance, Amen, negates the values and the principles of God. That was Solomon for you, because Solomon wasn't just marrying those women because he he loved them, or because he wanted to sleep with them. I can bet you that many of those women he never touched them, but because Amen, he was searching for peace. Because that's how uh, they, they established peace back in those days. You get to marry from certain places. When you marry from certain places, it means that, you know, the two nations are in, are, are in alliance, if you will. They're in covenant, so they don't fight each other. 
And that is how Solomon was able to, you know, get peace. As much as that worked for a season, but the Bible told us that when Solomon began to get old, his wives turned his heart against his God. You see, you don't want to do that. So we are people, we are not searching for what we can benefit for now. So when there is a delay in our life regarding certain provision, <laughs> let me give you a word. There's a delay regarding certain provision. You don't, you don't fix your eyes amen, on the satisfaction of that provision for now or because you're not getting it so you decide to make you know you know do certain cuts you know you know how we do it because it, we cannot restrain ourselves regarding certain things that we think we need for now and therefore we compromise the standard only for the future amen to be compromised so now when we're doing things we have to think of tomorrow we have to we have to understand that i mean our responsibility our decision amen impacts amen far beyond what we what we can see far beyond what we can we can comprehend our decision the decisions that i'm making right now amen impacts beyond my horizon beyond my understanding people who are called into leadership don't just affect their immediate space. Amen. They affect the lives of others that also affect other people's lives. So you can see, there's always a ripple effect in the decisions we make. That's why I said the process. God always reward the process beyond the product. God is not just about, oh, where you get the job done. No, it's about how you got it done. Oh, come on, friends. So are you seeing the, the, the things that we have to touch? That's just one man. You see, we, and there are others. We, we have to learn not to be, amen, a, 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 a Sarah that say, oh, Abraham, because things are not working out, why don't you go in? You see, that is operating from the from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Here is Agar. Here is Agar. After all, she belongs to me. She's my slave. Going, that's taking advantage of that which you're supposed to care for. That's abuse of power. We have to know how to manage. This is this speaks into the dimension of the economy of God. We don't we don't waste resources. We don't waste things. The fact that we have them in abundance, the fact that we are blessed, the fact that we have a voice, we have authority, the fact that we have influence, the fact that we have favor does not mean that we should abuse the things that heaven has given to us. The resource of God, amen, must, must be handled in the spirit of in the spirit of a steward. We've got to be faithful steward. You understand? And like I said, this is the mystic of, of Noah. He abused his position. So we have to have sight. We have to have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding regarding how to interact with the environment of the new day. We must know how to walk. We must know how to pray. We must know how to see people. How to understand. We've got to have the eyes into situation. Amen. Don't look at things on the face value. Amen. And make decisions. Don't conclude. Amen. On the things that you have not. Amen. Fully understood in terms of spiritual understanding. You don't want to do that. You don't want to come to wrong conclusion. Like I always say, you don't want to sample things. You want, to, you want to wait on the Lord until he speaks. Until he speaks his heart. He speaks his mind. Be slow to speak. Be quick to hear, but be slow to speak. 
Understand the moment. Understand what God is saying. Understand the path that he's leading. If you don't understand, wait on him. Understanding is a gift. Amen. That comes from the spirit of Christ. We understand that the spirit of Christ, amen, is a spirit of understanding. So are you seeing, friends? These are all the things that the spirit of God is demanding that we walk in. Like I said, we have entered into a new day. We're already moving in the newness of the day. We're already moving in the newness of the day. And we must know how to move. We don't want to make decision. Amen. On, 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 on an irrational, you know, uh, 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 emotional condition. We don't want to allow the enemy, amen, to take advantage, amen, of the situation that we don't understand, amen. They, they, you know, people are making all kinds of, you know, decisions. They are jumping into all kinds of, you know, positions. They are taking all kinds of sides today that are not, amen, informed by the Spirit, amen. Joshua, amen, in the day of war, got up, amen, saw this man of war and he said are you for us or against us listen friends the fact that amen the fact that i have a standing i, I take a posture of 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 standing regarding certain things you know uh, 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 eg you know uh, black life matters does not mean that i'm i'm taking the side amen of that the white life does not matter are you getting this the fact that i've taken a posture a stand does not mean that i'm against the other stand or you know i stand against no 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 i i, I stand for this amen but i also stand for that i stand for this amen but my standing for 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 truth does not mean amen that the other side that i also believe or accept oh, what the other side stands for. The fact that we, we proclaim our position in light, in truth, does not mean that we put, amen, uh, you know, white people, amen, on a, on a guilt trip. No, 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 no. That's why we say we are people of principle in the, in the, in the, in the life, amen, of a, of, a, of a spiritual man. I hope you understand when I say spiritual man, amen. There, there are no gender in the, in the spirit. So we are all spiritual men, both male and female. In the life of a spiritual man, we take the posture, amen, of truth. We take the posture, amen, of, of God. And when you take the posture of God, you take the posture of truth. Guess what? You've taken the posture of principle. We live by principle, amen, not by emotion, amen. Emotion will take side hallelujah amen but the fact that we take sight does not mean that we are blind or we choose to be blind to any every other thing no 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 it doesn't work like that it doesn't work like that that's why amen the the, the, the you know the the you know the son of man when they when they appear to you know to joshua when joshua said are you for us or against us he said neither neither but we understand amen that god amen wants to defend his people but from the ideology, amen, that Joshua was interacting, amen, with, you know, with the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> they said, sorry, we don't, we don't live in that dimension. Because we still want those people, amen, saved. We still want those people that you think are your enemy. We still want them to be free and deliver if they would choose to accept the truth. I get in the point, friends. So when we begin to operate and interact from this level, let us not choose side from the worldly view, from the from the from the fallen Adamic nature. We are not we are not partaking, amen, from that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. No, we have understanding. All right, for us not to take a side in terms of what what is right and what matters means that we have compromised, amen, justice. <laughs> all right, but the fact that we stand for justice does not 
also mean that you know you know justice must be blind in terms of viewing and understanding others no we have to have sight sight all over understanding wisdom knowledge must 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 flow must furnish us amen with the capacity to make the right decision it's a complex day friends the days are getting darker but on the inside within the house is getting brighter and the more we increase in light the more we know how to how to prefer solution the more we know how to handle the issues of life lord increase us in your light Increase us in your wisdom, in your knowledge. The knowledge of the Holy One gives us the, the accuracy of how to interact with the challenges, the complex challenges of our day. We need it. So these are contexts to how we are living our day. I just use um, the issue of black life you know, uh, matters uh, because that's what is out there. I just use that as, as an example. But this principle must be applied to every area of our life. How we see things must, must change. Everything, amen, are known, are known in, in, in measures. I can bet you, you know your boss in measure. You know your husband, your wife in measure. I was sharing with you know, a, a, a couple a few days ago. They were celebrating their uh, uh, anniversary. And I was sharing, the Bible says, listen to this scripture. The Bible says for this for this cause or for this purpose, for this cause. So you've got to first of all understand, amen, the cause or the purpose <laughs> for a man to leave, amen, and be cleaved to his wife. There's a cause for that. Uh, so if you want to get married and you don't understand the cause, you know, he said for this reason, for this purpose, if you don't understand the purpose, the cause, amen, of you of you leaving to go cleave, that itself is, is failure. The marriage is already compromised. For this reason, for this cause, shall a man leave? For you, for you to come to a choice of leaving all that you stand for and represent and take a journey, amen, of cleaving to someone else. You've, you've got to know that this thing is beyond just your own idea of, of sex and having, ma having children and all of this. No, no, no. It must be beyond just, you know, I need a companion in my life. I need somebody to complete me. You're already complete. There is no man that God created that is not complete. We're all created complete. God completes us. It is his purpose in our life, amen, that needs to be complemented. Ah. It is the purpose of God. It is the assignment given to you that needs to be complemented. Because, amen, if was given as an help meet and helper, a manager, a manager, one who compliments. But that's not even where I'm going. One of these days, we're going to start a teaching, amen, on marriage. We need it. I've been talking about this. I just talked about it. Then there are things that we need to begin to talk because regarding our children and those who are coming, particularly young people who are going to relationship today who don't understand, you know, somebody you know cannot handle his emotion, decide to I'm going to go into marriage. You go into marriage only for you to realize, wait a minute. <laughs> Because, you know, this thing is totally... Listen, anything that God designed to be spiritual and you try to, compl to compromise that thing, that thing works against you. It works against you. Alright? It works against you because that thing was programmed as spiritual, amen, and to bring forth something spiritual. Now you compromise that thing, that thing is going to work against you. 
That's the law of life. Remember a few days ago we are talking about the law of life. God has a law that guides, that rules our world. You break the law. Just like if I switch off this microphone, you're not going to hear me. Everything in life has God an on and off switch. There's a law that guides. The Bible talks about the law of sin and death. The Bible talks about the law of life in Christ Jesus. If marriage is going to give you life, amen, you have to have Christ in your life because, amen, it's only Christ that produces life. There's no life anywhere. All things are sustained. He opposes all things by the word of his power, including your marriage. He said, what are you talking about marriage? Well, we're dealing with everything that deals with entering into newness, into new day. Because if, 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 our, if our father, if, if Noah understood to a certain degree what we're talking about today, he would not wake up just because he felt stupid, just because he, 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 felt, he, he felt disgraced, he felt, you know, you know compromised. He would not wake up and then open his mouth and curse I hope you understand that that's a principle. It's not just about not cursing his children. We've got to understand that that itself is a principle, is a false, is a false value system, is a false that not expressed. This is a man that was carried from one order to the next order, but that falling Adamic nature, amen, still showed up. That's the point that I'm making, and that's the point I want you to see. That falling Adamic nature in his life still turn up. In the day that God brought him into newness, in the day that God blessed him, in the day that God, you know, blessed his handwork, hallelujah, and his handwork began to produce, he compromised that and he took the blame on somebody else. That's the sight we have to have into our life. And we have to correct it. We have to take responsibility. Are you getting the point? For this cause, I was talking about somebody. They say, for this cause shall a man live. And the two shall become one flesh. If you don't understand the cause and agree on that cause and begin to journey towards becoming one flesh, listen to this. The activity, the, 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 the ceremony, the, the event. Uh, I always I always preach this while I was a pastor. I always say the event of wedding does not make a marriage. <laughs> the event, one day event, that's why people will spend, you know, they will spend a lot of money. All right, you know, they will pose and go get the best of the best dress and the best of the best suit. Right? Some people will go out even get in a car, they get a new house, you know, hey, this thing. All those things does not make a marriage. So you, you spend so much on, on an event called a wedding. But you have not married. Because marriage, hallelujah, is where the principle of covenant kicks in. For this purpose, shall a man. I was just trying to show you, explain to you what I was sharing with this uh, wonderful couple. And I said to them. The two shall become one flesh. It's a process. Becoming one flesh is not something that happened in a day. It's not something that happened because uh, you, you exchange a vow. The vow is the beginning. The vow is what ties you to the journey. That's why people marry for years and they still don't know each other. 
because everybody came with his own idea. You see, when you get married, all of the things that define you must be dropped. You have to come into the baptism of Christ. You come into newness and you surrender and say, Lord, I want to know your will, your plans, and your purpose. Make me a woman. Make me a wife in this relationship. Make me a husband in this relationship. Because you're a husband for a purpose. You're a wife for a reason. You're marrying a man, but there is more to the man that you have not known. There is more to the woman that you have not understood. Hallelujah. When you're getting married, you're getting married to those things, to those values, to those vision. That's why you see, without a vision, there's no marriage. If you marry without a vision, sorry, you're, you're just playing. You're joking around. I don't care for how long you've, if you marry. <laughs> because everything that God creates, amen, moves to us a place, moves to us a purpose, moves to us a direction in God. It is from there that joy, fulfillment, hallelujah, and all of the things that defines your life is released. For this too. And they come together, they become, they become. Let me give you another word that reflect that word become. Alright? To as many that have received him, to as many that have received him, okay, but I'm sure by now you know that scripture. It gave them the power to become. That word become is a journey, is a transition. The question is, did you start the journey? And where are you in the journey? Of becoming one flesh. Did you see the purpose of God? That's why in, mar in, in heaven there is no marriage. Why? Because the two have become one flesh. <laughs> so when you look at both of them, there's one. But that's, we're not doing marriage uh, 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 seminar this morning. Where, where, you see, and there, there shouldn't be anything like marriage seminar. It should be part of what we're talking about daily. Because it, this is part of our life. We live, we live. We can't be living with strangers. A lot of people are living, sleeping with strangers. They don't know. Because the essence, the purpose to which God ordained that thing has not been discovered, it's not been fulfilled. Jesus said, you know, Paul said in, in Ephesians 5, he said, he said, this thing is a mystery. When he was talking about marriage, husband and wife, he said, it's a mystery. He said, but I speak regarding Christ and the church. He said, why are you speaking like this? Because upon, up, up, unto us, the culminations of the age has come upon. <laughs> so all of this thing, we have to retract them. We have to redefine them. We have to understand them. We have to begin to, you know, uh, uh, interact within the, within the new newness. Because moving forward means that our redemption is drawing nearer. When your redemption begins to draw nearer, all right? You cannot live, amen, on, on the peripheries of assumption. You cannot live from a position of, well, well, this is how they do it. And that's how we do it. No, it doesn't work like that. You do it via the standard, amen, of the Holy One. You're doing it because, listen to this. When you're a leader, a leader is not one who just follow the crowd. A leader is one who, 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 who sets the pace and defines, amen, the path. A leader is a pathfinder. You're creating something. And if that thing is wrong, you, you, you recreate it. Amen. You, you redefine. You reestablish. Amen. That's why, you know, when we talk about the prophetic, you will notice that when I talk about the prophetic, I immediately include it with the leadership spirit. Yes. It is, the, it is leadership and the prophetic spirit. It is the prophetic and leadership. When you see the prophetic, be looking around, you're going to find leadership. Because the essence of the prophetic is to bring us into something. 
All right? Those whom God has ordained to bring us into something are the forerunners. Are the foreigners. That's John the Baptist. That's Elijah. Era. They are the one that stand us. They are the one that bring the nation back to order. They are the one that realign, amen, the values of people, amen, to the divine intentions of God. They are the one that correct that which the society has accepted as the norm. They are the one that brings society and say, hey, choose this day whom you're gonna whom you're gonna serve. On which side are you? That's the prophetic for you. And that's leadership. That's why you cannot you. Those who are teaching leadership without the understanding of the prophetic spirit, I tell you, they're just making a mistake. You may teach a good administrative, you know, concepts from the world system, but you will never touch leadership because leadership is a spirit. And that spirit, hallelujah, is the spirit of Christ, which is part of, amen, is prophetic expression. What am I saying? Even your marriage, amen, is an expression of the spirit of leadership. Because your marriage is supposed to produce children, amen, who will be leading their generation, who will be, who will be pushing the agendas of God, hallelujah, into the next flow, into the next demand, into the next realities of God. That's how we live life. That's how we track things. Are you getting what we're talking about? I'm just looking at all this and, you know, you know connecting them to that scripture. Let's, let, let me quickly go there, all right, like before, you know, I just continue to talk. But I would have loved to read from verse 1. In fact, I'm going to read from verse 1. But let me go back and read that 11 again. Uh, uh, 11 and 12. We read yesterday. 1 Corinthians 10, 11 and 12. These things happened to them as an example. And were written down as warning for us. On whom the culmination. Yes, yes. I like the translation. Yesterday, we, we looked at that uh, other translation that says the fulfillment. This one said, on whom the culmination. The word culmination means the gathering of all things. The submission of all things. On whom the culmination of the ages has come. So, if you think you are standing firm. So, within the culmination, you don't want to have an assumption. So, you know, Enoch was brought into the culmination of an age. Alright, of an age. And we saw that the culmination of an age was what? Yes, Mount Ararat. Yes, yes, yes. Mount Ararat was the culmination. God brought everything to Mount Ararat. Amen. That was the that was the end of a generation. And from Ararat, everything began to flow down again. That's how the things of God is. Listen, the things of God are like this. You go up and then you come down again. Alright? Yes. It's like a chat. You go up, you come down. 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 That's how the things of the spirit are. Up is the peak of God's counsel for a generation. Then you must come down again, impart lives, transform life. Amen. Do things. He said, occupy till I come. Do business till I come. In Genesis, he says, I have given you everything. All right. Just go out there. All right. Replenish the earth. Yes. If you're, if you're coming down to the earth, hallelujah, you've got to come down the valley. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John to the mountain. And did you see that interaction on the mountain? It's totally different, amen, with interaction in the valley. In the mountain, amen, you deal with, amen, spiritual things, spiritual beings. The Bible says on the mountain, Moses and Elijah appear to Jesus. And the Father himself was there. The voice of God. Hallelujah. When you come to the heel of the Lord. Amen. And you don't understand how to interact with spiritual things. And you start opening your mouth like Peter. What, what happens is you get slain in the spirit. They just put you into sleep. <laughs> I mean Peter was just saying things that he doesn't understand. They put him to sleep. By the time he woke up all, all he saw was Jesus. 
But when you come down the valley, you've got to interact with life. We've got to have two kinds of life, the mountain life and the valley life. We have to have two kinds of life, the mountain life and the valley life. The mountain is place where we get replenished, where we get sight, where we get power, we get wisdom, we get renewed, we get strengthened, amen. That's where we wait on the Lord. And if we have been renewed and power and grace, we come back down to the valley, hallelujah, and change life, amen, and bring them up, amen, and transform life, yes, impart life, amen, you know, engage with sin, things in the, in the, in the valley. Because in the valley, you see, you, you cannot deal with situation in the valley if you're also living in the valley without the power of the mountain. You're getting the point, friends. So, if you think you are standing firm, they say be careful that you don't fall. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. I don't want us to touch this today. Because this is not where I want us to focus. Let's go back to verse 1. I want us to see this uh, interaction. All right? And I'm going to round up with this this morning. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. Oh, hallelujah. I hope you're getting blessed with this truth. Thank you. I'm going to read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1. This is Paul. Exalting, you know, the Corinthian brethren, you know, using the past to help them to understand the present so that how they move into the future can be aligned to the intentions of God. Listen to verse 1. It says, For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact, of, of the fact, our brothers and sisters, that our ancestors were all under the cloud, that, amen, they all passed through the sea. He's using an analogy here, all right? He said, I do not want you to be ignorant of the, of the fact our brothers and sisters, that's the patriarchs, all right? The Bible says that our ancestors were all under the cloud. They were all under the cloud. They, they, in every season, there's a cloud that we have to follow. The Bible says he led them by the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. So Paul is tapping into that phrase, under the cloud, when you're under the cloud, you're under the movement. Amen. Remember, God was leading them via the cloud to the place of his divine intention. Just like today, we are under the cloud. We are moving. Hallelujah. When you're under the cloud, you're under. You're under. You're under. Amen. Divine. Amen. Administration. You're under. Amen. The divine. Amen. Government of God. When you shift outside that cloud. Amen. You're on your own. The Bible says. Amen. They were under the cloud. And they pass through, they pass through the sea. Passing through the sea represents, amen, going through life, going through difficult situations, going through, amen, you know, circumstance that seeks to want to bury you. Uh, they, they didn't get buried in the sea. They pass through it. It's a type of baptism. Except we pass through the sea of life, amen, we don't come out resurrected. They pass through the sea. Verse 2. They were all they were all baptized. So you can see now. They were all baptized because I wasn't even looking at the verse 2 before I said it's a type of baptism. They were all baptized into Moses. They were baptized into Moses. What 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 is Moses that they were baptized with? Moses was the spirit of deliverance. Moses was the spirit, amen, of courage and boldness that confronted Pharaoh. 
all of the things that Moses represents, hallelujah, that's, that's why it's important that you are under a, a sound spiritual leadership, that you're under a sound spiritual community. Because when you when that happens, you are baptized under the governing spiritual leadership, amen, of that community, of that leadership, of that house. All right? That's why a lot of people, you find them when they're in the particular house. All right? They, they seem to be blind to what is happening, amen, in the general community of the body of Christ. Why? Because that leadership, amen, has, has, has blocked their view from seeing other things. All right? That's why it's very dangerous to be amen, in, in under a spiritual leadership whose spiritual you know, life has been compromised, whose spiritual understanding amen, is blind to the, to the prophetic program of God. All right? And all that person is seeing is just money. So all you'll be seeing, all, because all you'll be hearing is money. Amen? So you never get to understand amen, how to flow, how to grow, how to walk, how to increase. And if all your, if all the, the man of God is seen is the devil, is Satan, all right, is one demon coming after you, all right, that's all you are going to be seeing because you've been baptized, amen, under the cloud of that leadership. They were baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So Moses represents the dimension of that which is above them and the dimension of that which they are going through. So if I cannot show you and bring you, amen, into the full reality, amen, of how to interact with spiritual things, amen, in the heavenly realm, in terms of engaging, amen, with the dimension of that which defines, amen, that the things of God, which is, of course, in the heavenly realm, and how to engage with the powers of the spirit in heavenly places. If I cannot show you and equip you and empower you, amen, to know how to interact, if I cannot bring you, amen, to the mountain of God, that after six days, if I have no capacity, Capacity to say, come up, let's go higher. Hallelujah. You, you know, there was a there was a teaching we did, was it last year? Amen. On the ascended life. I remember how I stretched you guys. You've got to come to the ascended life. Yes, we, we, we dealt we dealt with that series of teachings we did on the ascended life. That was amen. Me bringing you to interact, amen, with heavenly things. You're being baptized, amen, from you know, with the things called the cloud. And remember, if there are no clouds forming over your life, you have no rain. You have no rain. Elijah, Elijah said to his servant, go watch, go see. For you to engage Jezebel, for you to engage the powers that be, you want to engage with the cloud. Remember that Jesus was caught up in the cloud. He said, as you see this Jesus being caught up in the cloud, the same you will see when he's coming. There's something about the cloud. The Bible says, amen, our, 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 our patriarchs, they, they have become a cloud of witness unto us, cheering us up. Hallelujah. As I'm speaking right now, there's a cloud of Moses. There's a cloud of Enoch. There's a cloud, hallelujah, of Abigail, Deborah. There's a cloud of David. There's a cloud of Elijah. There is a cloud of Elisha. There's a cloud, amen, of Methuselah. All of them over my head. Kandaraba. You're tapping into them. That's why people wonder, where does he get this wisdom from? You're tapping into them. They are fruits. You're plugging, you're eating of them. And you know how to live. That's how to come into the culmination of the ages. You're coming into those things and you're speaking from a dimension that people don't understand. And then they conclude. They say, this, you know, at, at the point Jesus was speaking, they say, it thunders. You can't comprehend it. 
That's why we have to be good students of the word. Because the more we interact with the word of God, the more we interact with the spirit of them that have gone ahead of us. All right? Moses was a cloud to the people. So if you are not connecting to the right spiritual, you know, covering, this is where that word covering comes. And this is not the covering that tells you, well, uh, you can't do things for yourself. No. My concept of covering people is, is, is not, it's not, to, it's not just to be an eye to them. It's for, it's for one to bring them to maturity because there are two real, there are two realms in your life. Amen. There is the heavenly realm that you represent. Amen. And there is the earthly realm that you represent. Hallelujah. Have you noticed that you stand, amen, as, as, as a posture on earth? Your head represents the heavenly realm. This place, this dimension must interact, must be interacting, hallelujah, with the heavenly reality. This is the place where Christ functions from. From here downward, hallelujah, is you, hallelujah. From here downward is your assignment in the head, in the earth. But here, Hallelujah. What you see, what you hear, what you proclaim, amen. What you think must be must be sourcing from the heavenly realm. If this place is well aligned to Christ, Christ is the head of the body. Christ is that which is amen, in the heaven. Christ is that which is the cloud. But this, this dimension, hallelujah, must go through, amen, the sea. <laughs> must be walking in the earth. Yes, your, your feet must touch the ground while your head is in the heavenly realm. This is the intentions of God, amen, in the garden for Adam. So when the Bible says God came down the cool of the day, God was interacting with this dimension of Adam. This dimension of Adam must be interacting with the earth. Hallelujah. This is the life, amen. This is why you are spiritual. Spirituality does not mean you are exempted or you are, you are disconnected connected or disengaged from earthly things no amen god wants spirituality to impact the earth god designed the earth to be spiritual everything that defines the earth amen was governed hallelujah was made was was dis designed to to be sustained by the spirit amen the sin came out of the unseen we understand the sin from the things that we do not see that is why faith is the bridge between the natural and the spiritual. Between the spiritual and the natural. You've got to understand the bridge of faith. When we understand, the Bible says, by faith we understood that the universe were created. By faith we understood that the world were shaped. By faith we understand. When you want to understand spiritual things, you need faith, not your senses. Your senses must be transformed earlier and be yielded to the operations of God. So that you are baptized, amen, onto the cloud and onto the sea. Ah, what a word. What a download. What a download. You see, when you understand things like this, you will walk as an immortal man within the mortalities of men. You will walk, amen, as a full bona fide spiritual being on earth. Sin will be consumed in your life. The works of the flesh will be brought to the cross. You will live your life honoring God daily. With all of the breakthroughs that will be happening around you, you will not even see it. Because your eyes is fixed on the Lord. See, because the moment we begin to fix our eyes on the breakthrough, that is the beginning of the downfall. The more King Ezekiah sought the Lord, the Lord prospered him. Listen, seeking God 
brings prosperity because the presence of God attracts. Bible says, because of the oil, the virgins love thee. The virgins, you are the virgins. Because of the oil of God in my life, you get to be attracted to this grace. To this, to, you see, I have to maintain that oil. I have to maintain, amen, the virginity of the oil. When they said an olive oil is, is, is virgin, it means it's pure. You have to keep the virginity of the oil of God so that your life can continue to attract people. When your life attracts people, you don't want to focus amen, on them. You want to focus on him, hallelujah, that keeps the oil pure. Amen. You keep your eyes on him. We are looking unto Christ, the author and the finisher of the more you keep your eyes unto the Lord, the more God is patting the sea. The more mountains are being made in a plain. The more valleys are being filled. The more crooked paths are being straightened. The more you are entering realms, the more things are happening. The more people are blessing you. The more people are giving you all kinds of things. But your eyes is not on those things. Your eyes is on the him, on the him, on him. Hallelujah. We say come up as, as your focus on him you know your life becomes like a magnet you attract things you're attracting nations you are they, they're inviting you come and preach come and give us the word what's the law? you are declaring you're proclaiming but your eyes on the law you don't take your eyes off him and begin to look at the blessings and the breakthroughs you know that's the demise of men when you take your eyes off god and begin to look at the money that is coming in and begin to look at you know the opportunities and the conferences are uh, you know and the and the openings you know and the and they, whatever it is that makes men feel like they've arrived, you have not arrived. Is your inherit is your inheritance? Put that at the for, at the forefront of your mind. Christ is your inheritance, not a, not not the, not earthly things. If earthly things becomes your focus, and and defines your sense of joy and peace and fulfillment, because ah, uh, you know, you came into certain things. You have just shown the devil a hole in your life. There's nothing I will ever receive in this world that will satisfy me. There's nothing I will ever become in this world that will satisfy me. Never. Nothing. It's a choice I have made. I will never be satisfied with things except by him. I will love, I mean, I love things and I, I love good things. I love to appreciate. But it's, it's, it's a wisdom that I've come into. That when you take your eyes, I mean, who, who, can, who, can, who can come into certain dimension or even the full reality, if you will, of, of so being close to God like, like Lucifer? This guy had power. He, I mean, he command. This, this guy was, he, was, was. I mean, this guy was able to influence one third of the angels of heaven. That's how powerful Lucifer is. Was. Do you think God ne didn't know that one day Lucifer was going to, <laughs> you know? Decide to topple him. He knew. He knows all things, but he allowed it. I get in the point. God knows your heart. You don't know your heart. You think you know yourself. Wait until you come into certain truths. Wait until you come into certain. Listen, listen to the first thing I said. Wait until you come into certain truth. Wait until you come into certain blessings. Wait until you come into certain prosperity. Wait until you come into certain affluence. <laughs> you will shock your own self. You never have. You never put your hope. 
in the arm of your flesh. When the Bible says, don't put your trust in the arm of flesh, you are first the flesh that you must not put your hope on. Everything I've ever desired in life, at least since the time I know the Lord, is to advance his purpose. When I'm longing for something, I'm pursuing something, check the, check, check the heart of that thing. It's to advance God. It's to advance his purpose in the earth. I want the best of, you know, the iPad is to advance the purpose of God. I want the best of the computer is to advance God. I want the best of the microphone. I always seek for the best. As a microphone, I want to get just one microphone is 3,000. Just a microphone. 3,000. Just one. And it's, it's a cord, not cordless. Why? Because of the quality. That people who know me as a pastor, they've always known me for that. I go for the best to advance the purpose of God. I will never give to God. You know, what is, you know, inferior. No, I never, never, never. If you want to find my investment, you find it around the things that I use to advance the purpose of God. Not for myself. No, no, no. I can live anywhere. I can sleep anywhere. I can, I can sleep under the tree. I don't mind. And guess what? I can sleep in seven-star hotel and still not feel in, you know insecure so, whoa, or feel like oh no 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 i've learned to abound and abase myself you see situation must not abound you or abase you you must you must cultivate that attitude you must cultivate that attitude because if you don't, if you don't cultivate that attitude then you have a price you can be bought you can be bought, amen. You can be compromised. That is the, the story, amen, of that man of God against the old prophet. He was bought. I, I was still listening to that this morning, that book. Please, friends, go back and read that material again. You don't want to comp comp be compromised. Noah was compromised. We're tracking something. We don't want to fall into the mistakes of the past. That's why I'm reading this scripture in 1 Corinthians. We don't want to make the mistakes of our fathers. We don't want to fall into the problem, amen, that the old move fell into. We have to be cited. We have to know what caused God to judge, amen, the past generation. We have to understand why God brings a judgment to a generation. Why will God bring judgment to amen, the people he created? Why would he destroy them? Why? We have to know that. We have to know amen, a, a, a position that a man gets to. And suddenly he begins to nosedive. He begins to you know, drift away. We have to know that. We can assume. You only have this one life. Every day we see people waking up. We hear the story. That person is dead. That person is passed away. That's a reality, friends. That is not something to be played with. That person who died will go and stand before the Lord and say, did you fulfill the purpose of God? Did you fulfill my will? Did you carry out my assignment? And the person will say, what assignment? Nobody told me. I never know. I never came into. I, I never have an understanding. But I went to church. They say, well, it's not about going to church. I called you to fulfill something. I called you to do something. I gave you this life as a gift. Maybe tomorrow we'll deal with that concept of a gift. The Bible says the rich man was, he was going to receive for himself a kingdom. He called his servant and he gave them talents. 
Because I'm not done with this concept of the economy of the kingdom. We're still on it. This part of the economy of the kingdom. People, for all their life, they take they, their gift, they went to bury it. The man made, that young man, I don't, well, I don't know if he's young, but he made a stupid you know, uh, uh, you know, mistake by assuming that he knows his master. He said, I know, I know you. I know, I know that you don't like to reap where you have known. So I know, I know who you are because of the kind of, you see, he had the wrong perception. He had the wrong value system. He had the wrong concept amen, of judging his master. He said, because I know who you are. So I decided to go bury this. He said, you, 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 you lack understanding. You judge yourself. God help us. Let's not to be too caught up in. Ah, yes, life must just continue. You want to continue life in understanding how to journey, how to walk, how to move, how to advance. Let me take from verse 1 again, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. For I do not want you to be ignorant of the fact. Ignorant. Of the fact, our brothers and sisters, that, that, are, that are our ancestors were all under the cloud and that they were, that they were all passed through the sea. I've been explaining that. They were all baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. They all ate the same spiritual food. I want you to look at that. So they ate the same spiritual food. They were baptized, amen, in the, uh, uh, into the same uh, 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 sea, amen, and they were baptized unto Moses in the cloud. And they ate the sp same spiritual food. They drank from the same spiritual rock. Four good things that should define, amen, the sense of their spirituality. Amen. And the Bible says that rock they drank from was Christ. Nevertheless, nevertheless, God was not pleased with most of them. He didn't say with all of them. He said with most of them. Their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. So while some people, amen, received, became, transformed, amen, from the, the, from the virtue, from the fact that they were baptized unto Moses, amen, they drank, amen, from the same rock, they ate from the same spiritual food, amen, in, in, the, in the wilderness, they changed, they move on with God, amen. And if, if, we, if we look into that scripture and proceed further, we'll notice that it's just basically two people, amen, two, two, you know, two families, two nations, amen, uh, 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 Joshua and Caleb. Bible says, nevertheless, God, amen, was not pleased with most of them, their bodies were scattered, so they were judged. Their body were scattered, amen, in the wilderness. Now, verse 6 says, Now these things occur as examples to keep us from setting our heart, amen, on evil things as they did. So now we now understand why they were judged. They set their heart. To set your heart means to program your heart. That there is no thing you hear. There is no message you hear. There is no truth that you hear that will shift it. The Bible says they set their heart. They set their heart. They set their heart on evil things. They set their heart. We don't want to set our heart. That's why we, our message, you see, deals with engaging with the condition of our hearts. We're dealing with the, we've got to daily engage amen, our heart. Our heart represents the entire faculty that defines our operation, our thinking, our you know, decisions, our emotions. We have to, or else our heart will lead us astray. The heart of Noah led him astray. Say, I drink more, drink more, come on, drink more. All this while, drink more. He was drinking and drinking until he got drunk. <laughs> 
All right. Let me stop here. Let me stop here. I think we've laid a good uh, 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 point this morning. We've made a good point this morning. Let me stop here. Let's not set our hearts. Rather, let's set our heart on heavenly things, on things above. It says, set your mind on Christ. Set your mind on Christ. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. When you set your heart on earthly things, your heart will be pierced with many sorrow. And that's what the devil wants. So, Father, this morning, we hear your heart. We hear your voice loud and clear. We hear your declaration this morning. And we surrender to these speakings, oh God. Help us to understand the sacredness of this day. Help us to understand the purity, the, 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 the sensitivity of this new day. Help us to begin to adjust our life until our heart is totally set on things above. We want to be baptized, yes, unto your heart, unto your mind, unto your voice, unto your desire, unto your intention. We want to become a people, yes, translated from the earthly realm into the place, oh God, of your eternal counsel. Bring us into, oh God, your day, even as your, your voice, oh God, continue to speak to us. Only your grace, only your strength can bring us in. We yield to you. Have your way this morning in our lives. Take your place. Come, reign in us, oh God. Make us students of your word. Make us true disciples of Christ. Help us, oh God, to walk, to listen, to follow, to live, oh God, within the ambience of the life of Christ. Grace, we pray, upon our lives, upon ourselves today. We want to be part of a generation set aside for your glory, for your use. We thank you, almighty God, this morning that your spirit will continue to, yes, engage us. We're learning. We don't want to abdicate our call and responsibility to mere circumstance. Help us to engage. Help us to connect. Help us to inter interface our life with your word. We want the word to become flesh. That this word may dwell among men. Change us, O God. Renew us this morning. Every time we engage your word, we know that we have been renewed. We have been renewed. So we pray for the spirit of renewal this morning. To see, to know, to understand, to walk, to please you in all good works. Father, we thank you. For wisdom will guide us. May your sovereign nature once again bring us to the place where we can say yes to your will. We ask this morning, open our eyes, open our ears, O oh God. May our faculty respond, O oh God, yes, to the authority of your spirit for this brand new day. For this is your day. This is the day of the Lord. This is the day, O oh God, of the Lord's vengeance. Yet it's the day of God's mercy. Take us, O oh God, into the place of your pleasure that our life may bring glory and praise to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, everyone, this morning for connecting with us this morning. I appreciate the fact that uh, the word of the Lord has come in such a beautiful, forceful, yet uh, a transforming way this morning. This is a prophetic word, all right? And may we continue to grow in the, in the, in the full reality, amen, of this prophetic spirit. Thank you so much for connecting with us wherever you're watching from this morning. I want to thank God for your life. May the Lord continue to prosper you. May you continue to expand.
hand, your horizon may continue to enlighten you, may continue to illuminate you. May you continue to flow in the direction of the Spirit. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.